We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. I'm Stephanie. I'm Robin. And we are talking about the episodes. We're into season seven. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. I and and I, have a, I, I have an announcement. My fan is off this evening. Uh, <laughs> is it not hotter than Hades there? Uh, well, no, it's, it was not, it's definitely not hotter than Hades. It's, it's, you know, but you know, the, the room was, uh, you know, it's, it's, I've got my ceiling fan on and you can't hear that, but I have this fan next to an old Mac that I have. Uh, it's actually a work Mac that I've been using kind of, uh, for podcasting as well. Well, it's like, uh, it's, it's a whole setup. But anyway, I have a fan blowing on my old work Mac or else it will overheat. But so, uh, but usually before I podcast, I turn it off and you know, by the time we're done podcasting, the, my, my, this old Mac is like, uh, starts, uh, you know, getting, getting heated. (laughs) This old Mac. This old Mac. Uh, And, uh, but last week I forgot to turn that darn fan. It's, it's a desk fan. It is clipped to the desk that I'm on. So uh-huh. it was like, not only like the whirring, but there was a bit of a vibration to, and I, I deeply apologize. I, when I was editing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I noticed it all the way through the episode. When you like clip the, the beginning and the end off. Yeah. I was like, oh man, what is that annoying noise? That's my voice. Well, what's the other annoying voice? Uh, no, annoying noise. Oh, that's a fan. Uh, so uh, yeah, again, sorry about that. And uh, you know, there are some people that said they didn't, it didn't bother them or didn't even notice. So hey, good for you. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's off. I'm sorry about that. There's still a bit of an echo in here because I don't have enough stuff in this new office yet. But uh, I don't know. I can't really do much about that. I'm not going to sit in a freaking closet like some weirdo podcasters do. <laughs> Uh, or uh, put a uh, a blanket over themselves. Are you kidding me? It's August. <laughs> I know. In Georgia. Uh, this is a hobby, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. We watched uh, The Great Stink. Mm, the Great Stink. Stink uh, Go Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. French Twist. Mm-hmm. And Introducing Lorelei Planetarium. So these, uh, I think that's the stupidest name ever. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> that was just like a, a legitimate, like I, I swear they they named it like that to hint at the whole marriage thing, but also to like not give it away. So maybe people are looking ahead at the episode titles as the show uh, is airing. Like anybody would care at this point. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear, uh, I, I'm sure there are plenty of people that are just like, oh, just let me know when the finale's on, you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's the people out here there that it's like, oh, Lorelai and Christopher are supposed to be together. Yeah. Because Uh, he's the father of her child 22 years ago. This would have been amazing if it took the place of Max Medina or or, uh, uh, Snooty McTV in his bedroom pants. I forget what his name is, and I don't care. Uh, But uh, we had a whole... Jason, we had a whole season of him, and it was just kind of like the same kind of themes that we have with Christopher. Although now Christopher just kind of operates uh, without his parents, and then we kind of have the themes that we would have had with him if his parents were around uh, with Logan. And oh, God, it's so exhausting. I just, do they know it's the final season at this point? Are they like, 
you know, are they planning on ending or are they thinking, oh, this is good stuff. We got it. We keep churning stuff out like this. We're going to get plenty of seasons. Yeah. Like you introduce April last season and you know the audience is going to hate her. She knows the audience is going to hate her. (laughs) Like that's that's good drama to you. It, like, it's like I'm not I'm not offended by April at all. I, I'm I'm glad Luke has something to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was an episode where it was like it was couples together. It was it was uh, Christopher and Lorelai together, and then it was a scene with with uh, Rory and Logan together, and then it was Luke and April, April. <laughs> eating dinner, eating but her sweet potato. There is some well, legitimately great. Stop. Lorelai and Christopher relationship stuff in these episodes, mm-hmm. but not this season. I didn't want this. This would have been great earlier season. I would have been like, all right, we're just going to lay here in this for a while. I know Luke is end game. You know, everybody knows that he's the will they won't they, that they're going to eventually pay off. But right now I'm okay with episode upon episode of relationship stuff. Oh, they got married. They'll probably end up getting divorced eventually because Luke is endgame. But in season seven, it's like, and especially with the knowledge that this is it. Like this is, we're, we're wrapping things up and I want to be, I want to be really enjoying myself, but really it just seems like they're just either, either not sure of what they're doing. I mean, I guarantee if they don't know that this is the final season, when they find out it's the final season, suddenly this season is going to change dramatically. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming. That's what you're saying. I don't know. What we we were I, I was kind of teased about this uh, by some of our guests by saying like, "Hey, you know, these episodes are to kind of fix things um, that." You know, got wrecked by them, the Paladinos in the previous season. And then maybe like around midway, it gets back to, you know, the working show that we like again. So I I guess I'm just kind of, uh, I'm just kind of waiting. This is like, what? Uh, This goes to episode eight, right? So, right? Or are we halfway through the season? Uh... (laughs) Five, six, seven, eight. Yes, correct. Eight. Yeah, okay. Okay. What, what I want to know is, what's the deal with Paris? Paris only has like a scene or so, a few lines. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is it, be- is it because they had to pay so much for um, David Sutcliffe? Oh, I know, the special guest stars, David Did they Sutcliffe. have to pay so much for him that they couldn't afford Paris? <laughs> they couldn't afford... Are um, you kidding me? They gave Rory two new friends. I like, know. What? I know one episode, Christopher was trying to buy Rory some friends. Let, let's go have this fancy dinner, and I'll buy you creme brulee. Come ski and come be Lori's. Come be Lori. Come be Rory's friend. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Oh God. Okay. I yeah. mean, I love these two friends of Rory's, but when Paris is suggesting to Rory that she call her girls gone wild, for, like, <laughs> what? This is so weird. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's get started. All right, so I did split these up into chapters, but I still refuse to name these with funny names because I don't have any energy. So <laughs> the great uh-huh. stink <laughs> mm-hmm. starts off I mean, with – oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I'm so glad that we get the fun, silly, stars hollow, just zaniness yeah. with the pickles. 
Well, that's why I start off my chapters talking about Rory because that the the pickle stuff, the the the, the stars hollow stuff, is a good way to end talking about this episode. So, uh, uh, unless you wanted to talk about that, okay. For- so you want to get the- okay? Go 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 ahead. All right, all right. So. Uh, Logan calls asking to watch a meteor shower with Rory go to the roof and surprise he's home and he's here for one day to buy a website, I guess. Um, and, uh, and then we kind of cut away. I mean, that was nice. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. Just, you know, to see them back together. We like Logan. You know, we like Logan. He's a very warm, charming fellow. Yes. And Rory I think, loves him, and you know, I think he, I think he also, you know, he puts up a lot <laughs> of the guff that, uh, I mean, he, he did have a little slip when he decided to just like uh, uh, battle his uh, misery about being in a committed relationship and getting out of one by sleeping with a bunch of women. Um, that was a hiccup, but now we're back into. You know, this is we like we like Logan, and he's getting away. He's gotten away from these uh, the the life uh, life and death brigade. Yeah, he's growing up. He's not yeah. a kid. He's he's uh, you know accepting his responsibilities. Um. So yeah. So, but it, it is a little weird. He is a little flighty. He's a little like he doesn't really think too hard about how things are affecting Rory. I don't think I don't know. He's just been gone a long time, and then he comes back, and it's, it's perfect. It's like a, you know, it's um, it's like a Nora Ephron movie, or or a, you know, like a Legally Blonde or something like that. You know, like where, you know, when Rory steps out on that roof, because that is just like perfect. You know, it's like I'm I'm n- oh. not only here, but I'm you know, look at all this stuff I've done. Oh, the lights in the trees and the yeah. tacos, the duck and the short ribs. Yes, it's great. It's so the crazy. flan. He got Rory flan. The flan. So well. <laughs> yes. And it's funny. They cut away to do other plots, and then they come back, and uh, they're like laying down on on a mat, stargazing. And I'm like, they haven't had sex yet. Like they're fully clothed. What what is going? Well, this is. The, I, I think you kind of have to use your imagination and say if this wasn't a. W uh, CW show. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, there was a lot of sex, you know, off-camera sex in uh, uh, the Paris episode that uh, we'll yeah. talk about. So, you know, these are sexual beings. They do have sex. Oh, um, yeah. Because they have. They were, like, on the couch in the, you know, covered up with the blanket that time. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my note yeah, was like, right. it, they're twenty-two years old. You would think, <laughs> like, yeah, it would have just been like, I don't know, you walk on the roof and Logan standing there with his the pants down, just like, okay, here we go, you know, because they've been, you know, and and also, you know, what was the last thing we talked about with these two? They were sexting with each other, you know, the, the hormones are up, like it, it is, it is time, and okay, I guess romantic dinner and stargazing is, I mean, especially when it's like. We have one day. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about Logan, but it, you know, or Rory. You know, I'm I'm not saying this is a man or woman thing, but as a human being, I'd be like, okay, so we could probably maybe five five times, maybe in the next twenty four. I think I could do six, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like I don't know, but it, whatever. You know, maybe it's just not that great. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe he's maybe he's as bad as Zach. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, uh, uh, now that now that all the parents have turned this off in the cars, uh, let's move on to. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, yeah, the, he leaves the next morning. Um, she calls him a work dork. It's very cute. Okay, now that was a very charming, authentic little exchange. Yeah, yeah. Your work dork, work dork lover. <laughs> <laughs> so that we, seemed very real. Yeah, we go to uh, Yale to the paper, and uh, I guess Bill is being put in charge while Rory is away or something. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, and Paris is complaining because Bill's never done it before, yeah. and he's like, you know, don't you remember the insurrection, the Colonel? Yeah, Colonel. Colonel Kurtz, Kurtz moment. The, the bunker, <laughs> the bunker. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. But whatever. Logan calls. He they, the deal went through. He's a Yay. captain of industry. Captain of captain industry. Of industry. Yes. Yeah. So we go to Manhattan, which uh, I. It's funny because uh, I think in the last episode when we find out that Logan is going to get an apartment in New York, he mentions like, "Oh, it's only like an hour and twenty minutes away." Um, mm-hmm. I did a lot of uh, I did a lot of mapping um, as a result of something that happens in this episode, uh, and the, one of my notes here is that it, yeah, indeed Manhattan is ninety minutes from from Yale. If you're coming straight from Yale, it's ninety minutes to Manhattan. Ah, oh, okay. We meet the London team. It's Nick. It's Philip. It's Bobby. <laughs> uh, and you posted a little something about the act the actress in our group. Yeah. Because I was, I was thinking she looks so familiar, and it finally <laughs> dawned on me those commercials. Yeah. She did those chewing gums, those Orbit chewing gum commercials. Orbits. Yeah, for years mm-hmm. seems like. Yeah, I, 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 I thought she looked familiar too, and I, I looked her up in the IMDb. I guess she played a recurring character in the Pirates movies, but I didn't. I, I don't remember her in those, and I, I guess I barely remember the Pirates movies. <laughs> But uh, I do want to mention that in 1994, uh, this actress, uh, Vanessa Branch, who is British, um, has two British parents, um, was Miss Vermont in 1994. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess she was living there. She was got the accent from her parents, but yeah, she got to be Miss – she's Miss Vermont. So I wonder uh, if she went to college here. Uh, in, in Vermont? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she went to. I think it said it was, she went to Middlebury, um, but yeah, that's that's in Is, Vermont. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So yeah, Rory and the team explained to Rory how the crazy negoti- negotiation session they had, and and how Bobby got up at the end and said, "Meeting's over, boys." And uh, there's a whole b- bunch of stuff about her legs, and uh, Rory is just very <sighs> snotty. <laughs> yeah, Bobby is being. Not- I could catch some of that condescending thing that she notes later, but uh, I, uh, um, I, I just felt like Rory. I was like, "Come on, Rory!" And she's obviously ma- mad about something different here, which is uh, she is uh, she wanted to have a dinner with Logan. Yeah, he he, and he did this before. You know, when they first started dating, yeah. he invited her to come over, and she expects them to have one on one time. And it's a group of people. Because right. Logan is a very social person. He likes to be around a lot of people. Right. But yeah, he could have filled her in, you know, <laughs> oh, we're having dinner with the group from work, which includes a she. But 
Yeah, I mean, your boyfriend is in the real world. He will be in contact with female people. Yeah, that I <laughs> just have because to... he. I mean, just because he's having to be around female people doesn't mean that they all want to. Every female wants to have sex with your boyfriend, Rory. <laughs> or your and boyfriend e- wants to have sex with him. And even if they did, well, it, was, it would be different the other way around. But if, yeah, even if, like, Bobby definitely um, seemed like she had an interest in Logan, it is Logan, it is up to Logan whether or not that happens. If she trusts him, then she trusts him. But, uh, you know, I would understand that maybe she would have a little problem with trust if, uh, he had sex with like three girls while they were quote unquote on a break. Yes. <laughs> but <four>. they have, <laughs> they have an understanding now. They like, yeah. then it, it was all up in the air and they didn't discuss it. Now they know that they're in a committed relationship. They right. gave her a rocket for goodness sake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, I think, uh, you know, there's Rory's insecurity here, but there's also like Logan should have just been like, he's in town for 24 hours. Come on. You can't, mm-hmm. you, I mean, you, you'll see your cronies back in London or on the plane even, and you can discuss how the, your hu- huge victory. Um, and you know, Logan could have really, uh, or, or even like, uh, you know, have a nice intimate dinner with, with Rory and then, you know, say, Hey, you know, we just had this huge victory. Um, they're having celebratory drinks. Let, you know, if you don't mind, let's go spend like an hour with them and, uh, we well, can hear the whole story and, uh, hear about how Bobby walked away from the table and then we'll go back home and have our own time, you know, cause I'm going mm-hmm. back to London. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not, you know, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. On the streets, I wrote, Logan senses something is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this is all really what, uh, what we talked about, but yeah, she, you know, Rory said that, uh, when she was called adorable by, by Bobby, she didn't like that. And I wonder if that's like, um, like an English thing or if that is a, uh, uh, if that is condescending. I mean, I don't know. I don't think my mother ever – my mother is British. <laughs> I don't or, think my mother ever said adorable without – I don't know. <laughs> I mean a grown-up grown who's in the real world calling you – I guess it's Rory's insecurity. I'm, I'm still in college. These people are in the real yeah. world and she says I'm adorable. It's like she's saying that I'm a child. And she said, Lou, you're in America. Speak English. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> But I love that Rory like ends up saying like it's I'm sounding like an anti-feminist idiot. Ex- yes, exactly. You you put they hung a hat on it. Yeah, lantern on it. Yeah. That, uh, like. But again, this is this is uh, this is another like knock against Logan. Like they, so uh, again, they he could have had a nice intimate dinner with Rory, but it's like he went to his like victory dinner with his team with Rory where the conversation was just going to be mainly about their victory and now he's like just leaving right now uh, so you know yeah she said they didn't talk to me about my they didn't talk to me right they didn't ask me about me no they're excited about their victory they're not thinking about you she asked asked you or commented on you know they talked about what are you taking in school Oh, she says she's studying literature. Oh, it's, wouldn't that be nice? That's such a luxury. Oh, I, I miss that at Oxford, just sitting around reading books and thinking, just thinking. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, so shall we go into Lorelai's plot? Okay. Uh, so Lorelai is packing for a weekend at Christopher's, and really, mostly, it is covering all of Paul Inca's needs, and they nearly leave without him. Shave and a haircut, two bits. Uh, <laughs> so we go to Christopher's, where Lorelai is trying to figure out the TiVo, and they hit on. Um, they actually hit on two things that I found relatable in this conversation because I have to say many different times that they've gotten into conversations in these episodes. I'm just kind of like staring blankly at the screen and not really writing anything down. <laughs> Cause I'm uh-huh. just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What is the, pl- what is the main point of the scene right here? And is it just, you know, a bunch of blubber and like, let's let Lorelai run at the mouth for a while. That's always entertaining. Uh, but yeah, here we go. Uh, uh, Christopher is very proud of the voices that he does for uh, Gilmore Girls when he reads um, uh, the story to them. And I got to say that is that is me through and through. Like I, I, I do such awesome voices, and I never like say to my wife, I you know, because I know it would sound weird. But honestly, if she just pulled me aside and be like, "That wicked witch was actually pretty good. That was scary." <laughs> you know, or something like that, or like, wow, you did the beast great. Nothing, nothing. And the kids, you know, they don't realize how much pure talent is. Anyway, um, that's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Morgan's reading a book to me, and she can't remember which character has a British accent. And we- <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to get into the Harry Potter books because I'm pr- just going to basically read that in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, I'm gonna be. Um, oh, who reads the books for Jim Dale? Jim Dale, yeah, that's gonna be me. I'm gonna just maybe I'll be listening to audiobook versions as I'm going along. Like, oh yeah, he hit that note really well. Okay, that's, oh that's a good voice for. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, okay, and the, the other relatable thing I found in this conversation was uh, you know not not as much, but you know the not knowing what to say when presented with a, a, a child's artwork, and you're just like. <laughs> You want to like if it, you want to like praise the heck out of them if they they spent like a ton of time on it and it was you know to them it was a lot of work and and but you know you also like what if they just kind of scribbled on a paper and were just like check it out oh my god and you want to kind of encourage them no hey hey you could have done a little better here or the, I, I I I mostly just kind of smile and nod and say great job you know and mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway. <clears throat> Uh, so Sherry, the, the off screen Sherry, which, who I miss, um, sent a letter, uh, and it's, uh, 15 pages of sorry, and she's dating her yoga instructor and is getting her life together. And now she wants to be a part of Gilmore girl's life. And, uh, and Lorelai is finding this situation a bit familiar as we are, as, as we are, right. <laughs> that he's actually sharing this with her. And, um, and Christopher's like, yeah, this is, uh, this is how a whole adult relationship works. You know, I share things with you that are going on with like my daughter and my ex. And I, I was definitely wondering, I was like, is, are, is this the writers going, see, Christopher might actually be worth our time here. You know, this, right. Christopher, oh, but greater than Luke. Yeah. Or is it Christopher? probably knowing the entire situation by now of what happened with Lorelai and Luke using this to say, Hey, look, ain't I a catch? 
Mm-hmm. Like he's learned his lesson from Luke. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do what Luke did. He's going yeah. to do something totally different. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think that deeply about it. All right. I don't think very deeply about this show these days <laughs> at all. But I, I, I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> trying uh, to make something out of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely was like, okay, they're 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 trying to make things a little bit familiar here, and uh, I, you know, we'll see. Um, okay. And and Lorelai behaved out of character with Luke. Will she do what? How will she? What what decision will she make? Will she keep her <laughs> mouth shut and just smile and nod and go along with it? Yep. Or will she exactly. give her opinion? Uh, okay, so we go to the Dragonfly. Um, there's a great stink coming from outside. And we go to the streets, and everybody is swarming the town. Their noses are covered. Kirk, not bothered, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's announced that there's going to be a town meeting. And Lorelai is about to head there and then realizes Luke's going to be there. So she goes back to the Dragonfly. Mm-hmm. So we get a kind of a, a quick break from all our main characters as a. Uh, as the town meeting shows, Taylor says a, a train derailed. There's pickles and brine burning in the sun. Yeah, it's in Woodbridge, but the wind is blowing mm. the odor to Stars Hollow, and he doesn't think that Stars Hollow should pay a whole like two two thousand five hundred dollars to have it cleaned up when it's nothing to them. It's not on their. It's not in within their city limits. Woodbridge should do it. And the Do whole you see it's like, in Woodbridge, or is it saying that it was the the wind shifted the smell? I thought it was like the wind shifted the smell was supposed to travel to Woodbridge, but instead it traveled here. Well, all I know is he doesn't feel like they should pay the money to clean right. it up because it's not their responsibility, and they're getting, uh, you know, ripped off or whatever. But the whole town is like, pay the money, we don't yeah. care. Here. Here, take it out of my pocket. And, and, it's, and it's weird. It's like, tw- he's like, it's, it's, it's just $2,500 $2, to clean up after a train derailment. Are you kidding me? Or yeah. maybe it's just simply to clean up the pickles in Brian. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just to make the pickles stop stinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's weird. Uh, Taylor lets out this like ominous, like, you know, it, if we pay everything good about Stars Hollow, we'll be gone. And I'm like, oh my god, last season, this is something. What is that about? You know, are they hinting at something? I guarantee they're not hinting at anything. <laughs> maybe it's just Taylor panicking. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's just Taylor being obstinate, just being a. You know, he's usually the town is the one being difficult against him, and he's being difficult against. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so this also sent me down a rabbit hole because Taylor says, quote, our neighbors in Woodbridge. And I was like, yes, because it, it in Woodbridge, isn't that where, uh, April lives? She rode her bike. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's I like was 20 like, 20 minutes away. So I was like, okay, so Stars Hollow is a fictional town, but I have got plot points that we've been learning about to possibly locate. Where Star Solo might be. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I kind of used Woodbridge as almost like a center of it because if it's yeah, there, the it's neighbors. Almost, it's like Star's Hollow is between Woodbridge and Hartford. Hartford. Well, get this. Okay. So a quick Google uh, showed that, um, you know, Woodbridge, um, 
Oh, the, the first thing I noticed looking at a map, it is crazy how close to the coast Woodbridge is, like to the coast of the Atlantic Ocean. Like there mm-hmm. are so many beaches nearby. There's like 10 miles away from the beach Woodbridge is. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, they're in California and they never took advantage of the fact that they're near a beach. <laughs> Like they could have done some color correction and not make it so sunny, you know, and 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 have some sort of something that happens at the beach. Maybe filming at the beach sucks. I don't know, but it's just very strange. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So this goes on. We go on to the to, to Christopher and Lorelai in the playground, and then I started thinking, it's like, didn't where did Christopher move after Boston? To be closer, and I thought I could have sworn it was Hartford. Hartford. Yeah, I thought it was too. I looked Hartford up on the map, and uh, Hartford is four hours away from Woodbridge. Four hours? No. Yeah. In real life, yes. (laughs) Huh. So if Stars Hollow is right next to Woodbridge, they should a have been doing more beach uh, uh, things and B have taken, uh, you know, half a day to, uh, uh, you know, half a morning or whatever to, uh, to travel to Hartford anytime they needed to, because I thought, I thought Richard and Emily lived in Hartford. Yeah. Don't they? I thought so. I I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I can't remember. And I didn't want to, I don't like to Google too much. So Um, I was, uh, I, I was just a little confused about that. Also, um, the other plot point I put in the map uh, was uh, Yale, which is in New Haven, which is 17 miles away from Woodbridge. So that makes right. sense. That seems like almost like, duh, Rory, why would you go? <laughs> I guess if you really wanted to get to the oh, – I'm sorry. I'm, I, I said almost get to the East Coast as if she's in California. But she's really not. She's in Connecticut. I guess if they re- she really wanted to get up to you know Boston, I guess, for – change of scenery i don't know or she just loved harvard maybe but it's just funny that like yale should be like a given if it is you know an april bike ride away from uh, <laughs> star solo <laughs> okay so now i have google maps okay hartford <laughs> and then new haven so uh, yeah Th- these are things i can't no new haven to hartford is 39 minutes and would Woodbury. Woodbury. Waterhurst. What's the, what's Woodbridge? Woodbridge. Where is Woodbridge? Anyway, not important. I thought I was right. I thought Hart. Thirty thirty nine minutes from Hartford to uh, New Haven. Now I got to look it up myself because I don't believe you. So. Hartford, Connecticut to Woodbridge, Connecticut. I have this still in my history. Three hours and fifty nine minutes. What are you? Where are you going? What? How are? How I did New Haven to Hartford. Oh, New Haven. Yeah, which is Yale. Well, maybe New Haven is closer to Hartford from Woodbridge is forty one minutes. Hartford to New Haven, according to Google Maps, is three hours and forty four minutes. No. Where are you? What map are you using? I'm using Google Maps. Mm. I, I don't know. Connecticut New- is not that big. No, it's not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Hartford, Connecticut's a New Haven, Connecticut. Woodbridge it's- to Hartford 
is 41 minutes. I'll switch it up. Woodbridge. This is so... Aren't you guys so happy that I don't edit? It's amazing. <laughs> Wood. Bridge. I, I, yeah. I don't know what map you're using, but I am using a map that's saying it's nearly four hours away. From Woodbridge to Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> I have 41 minutes. I just realized what I did. <laughs> Hartford... Massachusetts. <laughs> no, no. Oh, this is great. No, I, for some reason, Google automatically made it uh, by bike. So oh. it, would take, it, would, it would take April four hours to drive from. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Now okay. this, now this makes more sense. Okay. okay. What? Oh my god! I was like, god. Connecticut's not even that big. There's so many Connecticut people that just unsubscribe. They're just like <laughs> hopeless, hopeless. Why did this Google Maps automatically think that I'm traveling by bike? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times I won't drive, and it'll say, you know, it'll put walk pedestrian. And- that is crazy. <laughs> all right, folks. Sorry about all that. Um, now we're back to the show. <laughs> okay, so, so we're yeah. at the park. Yeah, Lorelai's so, trying to get away from the pickle smell. Yeah, Lorelai came here for lunch. Uh, lunchables and in that's the park. why it like, cracked me up. I was like, four, she drove four hours to lunch? Oh, man, I got these guys. Uh, no, she drove like 40 minutes to lunch. Uh, so Sherry wants Gilmore Girls to come to Paris for a couple months. Lorelai wonders uh, why Christopher doesn't take her. and uh, and uh, Or wonders if Christopher would take her. And he's like, oh, no, no, the nanny will. She's 25. It's a chance of a lifetime. 25-year-old, you know, go to, to Paris. She'll love it. It She'll be thrilled. And uh, Lorelai yeah. just, like, gives that look like, I don't know about that. Yeah. And yeah. then suggests that uh, Christopher look into skorts <laughs> for Gilmore Girls. Because... Oh, yeah, because she's on the slide mm-hmm. or in the swing. Uh, so we go back to the dragonfly and Michelle is, uh, asking a person on the phone what they think about pickles because they're reserving a room. Um, and then Michelle masks up (laughs) (laughs) to let Lorelai in. Uh, Sookie is boiling pastrami to take down the smell. I guess that would probably, that would probably work or or at least it'd work better together. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Lorelai tells Sookie about the sherry situation. Lorelai is feeling weird about criticizing Christopher because he's just so open about all this. And uh, Rory calls. They, it, it's so funny. There's so many times where it's just like Rory calls or Lorelai calls Rory. And it's just like, here's what's happening in my story. Oh, really? This is what's happening in my story. <laughs> oh, it's too bad we couldn't hang out with each other. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Yeah. The whole uh, Rory getting kind of slightly annoyed with Lorelai's, you know, shenanigans is pretty funny. <laughs> like, is this going to be a, a long-winded joke that I'm not going to get? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Oh, I love when that's, that, that stuff And then Lorelai's like... I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, Lorelai's like, pickles, pickles, Logan's home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are in Christopher's car, headed to dinner at the Gilmore's, and Christopher fires up eighteen in life. <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah, <laughs> and Lorelai was not. 
Lorelai said no, no hair bands. Um, who is this writer that that came up with that idea that Lorelai would not be into hair bands? I mean, that just seems so Lorelai, right? Uh, I don't know. I think Lorelai kind of likes the uh, more, you know, like uh, skipping ahead. She has the uh, she finds that Christopher has her police synchronicity tele uh, television t uh, t shirt right from twenty two years ago, twenty three years ago. Yeah. So I think she likes more of the rock, more of the new wavy yeah rock than the uh, punk pop than the pop music hair band stuff. I don't know. To me, like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, she's all over the place with the things she likes. So I, yeah, I, I can't yeah. quite understand it. It's kind of hard because some of it is, um, you don't know what she likes non, uh, ironically. Right. <laughs> yes. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. That, yeah. Again, Rory saying like, uh, this along with, there's also times when, um, you know, somebody's just like, is, are you being, are you joking right now? <laughs> uh, anyway, Christopher is super excited about this huge vacation they're going to take when Gilmore Girls is out of town. And uh, yeah. I think the only thing I'd have a problem with, like if I, if I, I was Lorelai, I'd be like, all right, but seriously, like international travel and you're trusting like yeah. a nanny. A 25 year old girl to take your kid across the ocean yeah you're just gonna put your kid on an airplane and you don't know what's gonna happen on which on the other side yeah you don't know is sherry going to steal the child and not let the child come home and and all this sherry's getting her life together right. i mean sherry had her life together sherry was just very uptight and obsessed with work mm. but and because, uh, like Suki says, oh, you mean twice a week, Manny Petty, Sherry? Like she was like obsessive about things and wanted things like in order, and she just didn't have room in her life to for messiness like being a mom. Which <sighs> I don't know. I think it's insane that you. I mean, just the character uh, assass the character assassination of Sherry. I I am sorry, but that's just yeah. Uh, I did not see that character as doing something. Like, I I could see her having a trouble balancing work and but to be a person that abandons her daughter and goes to a completely different country. <laughs> like what? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> so uh, now they're now these writers are having to justify all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's funny. It's like they're arguing and Lorelai, if she was being specific about like, all right, I would be worried about the travel stuff, but it seems like she also has a problem with Gilmore girls getting a chance to be with her mother and spend some time with her mother without Christopher being there. And it's like, okay, yeah, she ran away from her kid, but if she's getting her life together doesn't she deserve a chance? She's her mother. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah, again, it's, it's, it's almost like Suki put these ideas into Lorelai's head that Sherry is not to be trusted. Yeah. Or, or something. 
Well, I mean, the thing, what she did makes you think that she shouldn't be trusted. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Lorelai gets kind of angry. She's like, I'm well, trying. Well, Christopher shouldn't just say, oh, everything's going to be fine. Get on a plane and go. Like, he shouldn't. He should be more involved in it, I guess is what yeah. Lorelai is saying. Uh, How uh, easy is it for you just to put your kid on a plane? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a weird balance that this character has too, because it seems like things are things come very easy to him, and uh, but yet you know there are things that like I don't know the amount of time he spends with his daughter, and I mean that of course is just you know it's kids and dogs like it's almost like they immediately get put into off screenville, but I don't know. Ugh, anyway. Well, what's what's so funny to me is. Lorelai and Christopher couldn't be together because Christopher couldn't get his life together. He couldn't decide what he wanted to do with his life. And just the time that his grandparents, his grandfather dies and gives him a whole bunch of money and he becomes independently wealthy, doesn't have to work anymore. His life is together and him and Lorelai can be together. (sighs) Imagine how much more respect you'd have for the character if they did that without all that money. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like, what if he just got a job? Yeah, a yeah. A regular job and uh-huh. paid bills and did fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Lorelai gets angry because she's like, I'm trying to speak my mind and you're freaking out on me. And I was thinking, I was like, he didn't, I didn't think he was freaking out. He was disagreeing with her. I think she was over defending because of her baggage she has with the same kind of thing with Luke. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Anyway, we go to dinner. Richard is confused about Franz Ferdinand. Um, oh, Emily is just on cloud nine. Yeah. She's just so happy that there. You all look marvelous. We're going <laughs> to play tennis. Tennis. How about, how about Saturday after next? We, got, we used to play with these people, but they're just dreadful. And she's just having, she's just going on and on and on and having a great time where Christopher and Lorelai, their minds are not there. They're not even paying attention. And uh, at the end, Emily says, I just had a wonderful evening. And it was just, she was just going on and on and didn't even realize that Lorelai and Christopher were not there (laughs) mentally. I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's her fault entirely. I felt a little bad for Emily at the end, but uh, uh, okay. So the, you know, Christopher and Lorelai are trading jabs back and forth, lambs versus radishes. And then Richard does a nice thing where he toasts the two of them. And uh, Emily talks about their younger days and how they stole wine from Richard. And then Lorelai takes them to the bathroom and uh, and says that um, when Christopher left Rory as a, as a 16-year-old is not the same as Sherry, a grown woman, leaving the baby now. And Lorelai thinks that when she's criticizing Sherry, he's he feels like she's criticizing him, and he's like, she's like, I get it, you've changed. And Christopher's like, Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks for telling me how I feel. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Yeah, that's not what I was thinking at all. No, no, I don't know what she's doing, but uh, that wasn't it. Um, so yeah, it's I don't know, we got. We we have a little something about um, Christopher being a little bit fragile when it comes to parenting and what he's missed out on and what what he's doing now and 
I don't know. It seems like they're trying to add something up, which will inevitably uh, cause his demise in this relationship, at least. <laughs> um, uh, it's the best I can do. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, they're talking tennis over coffee, and Christopher interrupts and says, You're right. We should go, but I want Laurel. We should go to Paris with Gilmore Girls, and I, but I want you to come with me. And Lorelai's great, like great. And then, like in her happiness, she just turns on her mother and she's like, "Yeah." And we're never playing tennis. And uh, and then, like yeah, like you said, Emily's like, "Oh, we are having the best time." And then Rory shows up, and Laura's like, "I'm going to just further stick it to my mom by showing off the mugshot to everyone. We'll all laugh at her." I just felt so bad for Emily. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I don't. I just hate sometimes how mean she can be. Lorelai yes. can be to Emily and, mm-hmm. and to her parents. Just even just talking about them constantly. I can't imagine. Uh, I don't know. Again, there's lots of baggage there, but it's like, remember that montage where all the baggage was all resolved? We should be good now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, we have a. Oh, by the way, we don't ever see the mugshot. Come on, Gilmore Girls. Come on. Um, they ride back in the car together. Um, Lorelai says no to Jewel. Rory says no to Quiet Riot. They both say no to Kenny G. And they everybody is excited, is happy about Roy Orbison. And they're all happily driving. And then they hit Star Solo. <laughs> Which, oh, yeah. That was cute. The smell. Again, super cute. Please hit me with this in like season two. Season two, season three, even I would have been like, this is great. I could go with a season with those two being together, you know, and trying to be like trying to recapture what they had and working out the, that the relationship, the parental relationship with Rory. Rory is completely out of the house now. We can't play with any of that drama. Uh, so oh God, it's just it's just padding to anyway, whatever. So anyway, we talked about one episode for 46 minutes. Let's uh, uh, move on to the second yeah, episode. I have, no, I have no notes, and the notes that I did have disappeared. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, again, like the more we go on, it seems like there's just less and less to talk about. But So, uh, for instance, okay, go bull, Bulldogs, the Sookie plot. Sookie got a, a new grocer, shows up, leaves some free vegetables, Sookie is intrigued by the vegetables, but she doesn't want to betray Jackson. She, she, she feels super guilty. Yes. She, I feel in, like we've done this story a million times. And it's just like, who cares? I don't know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, and Jackson arrives and, you know, he's feeling bad because he was, went to some house where they had to take the shoes off. And of course his feet stank. He works in the fields, you know? And right there, I was just like, oh, it's so relatable. I don't work in the fields, but I, I know what it's like to... Be go, go to somebody's house and yeah, like, yeah I don't you have to take, take your my shoes, shoes off. off. Like, I don't want to take right. my shoes. I don't want to subject you to pro- potential feet stink, you know. Um, and the worst part about it is, is like the uh, the the time when uh, somebody tells you to take your shoes off and you go over their house makes most sense when it's during the winter. But I swear, during the winter, sloughing through all that snow, my feet stink the most. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Uh, oh, oh! There's a there's a moment where um, uh, Suki is irritated of Michelle acting like a big baby, and I just wrote, "Aren't we all?" <laughs> like every time we get Michelle, he just acts like a baby, and uh, yeah, it's dumb. Uh, all right, we go to Luke. Uh, Luke uh, 
is uh, uh, he, he makes lunch for April and April has come back for the lunch. It's kind of funny. And there's a whole little thing where Kirk is saying that Lulu is getting to be a bit too much. He's being smothered by her. And uh, so Luke goes to the school to pick up April and it admits to the swim coach that he doesn't know how to swim. And uh, the coach talks him into joining the adult swim class. And April scoffs at the notion of Luke in a bathing suit, you know, as, as do we all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and this girl, she's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're, you know, that, uh, April, a, a couple episodes ago was making reference to like Luke needs somebody. Yeah. needs to move on a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk, um, tells Luke after, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so he goes to the swimming lesson. He does the thing where you have to blow in the water uh, <laughs> because that's what all swimmers have to learn first, how, how to blow bubbles. And uh, and then we find out the coach is really in this for a date and uh, kind of talks him into it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but then that's when he gets back and and uh, Kirk is like, I'm going to be like you. Yeah. Tonight at 7 p.m., I'm going to give her the heave-ho me and you, we're going to go out for a beer because nobody cares where you are. You could come in at 3 a.m. and nobody cares. <laughs> nobody, nobody cares, cares what you what do. You do. Where nobody you cares go. where you go. And <laughs> Another Kirk line would just probably would have earned him a punch in the face by anybody else. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Luke realizes he needs to go out with this cute swim instructor. And he threatens uh, Kirk that he's going to hurt him if uh, he's mean to... And that mm-hmm. sweet girl. Yeah, because uh, Lulu's adorable. Like, Kirk is lucky. Oh, my gosh. So lucky to mm-hmm. have snagged somebody this right. cute. And it, the, who, who truly cares for him. You know, because she was trying to give him a bran muffin. Because yeah. she cares what he eats. And I honestly, I you know, when we met Lulu, when we first met Lulu, I was thinking, mm-hmm. oh, this is, this is going to be an interesting thing. I I wish we got more with the. I, I don't understand Lulu with Kirk. I don't understand why she likes him. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't under. I don't really know her very well. She's a she's a teacher, right? And uh, she goes out with uh, Kirk and and. But we like why why isn't Lulu with Kirk? Like you know, at least fifty percent of the time he's hanging out at Luke's. I I, I don't understand. Um. All right. Uh. So, uh, yeah, Lane comes over to babysit and he heads off to a restaurant where, yeah, it's Coach Susan here, uh, tells him to sit next to her. and Yeah, and, and she plays this good, that she plays, she uh, balances the rope of, um, she's kind of zany and kooky. Mm-hmm. And she's a, she's a vegan. Yep. Uh. But this, she's got a history with this ex-boyfriend. So she plays the... It's such a balancing act between... She is a... I don't think her and Luke have... I don't think these two actors have any chemistry together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think he realizes he does want to go out with somebody, but it's not her. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, first is, you know, she brings him to a vegan place. That's not Luke. 
then she's asking like, oh, who would play you in the Luke Danes movie? He doesn't know and he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah that's not something Luke thinks <laughs> and about. And right. she starts going on and on about how she looks just like Marlena Dietrich. And uh, and it's like Luke's just like, who cares? And then she says, oh, the last single dad I went out with went psycho, psycho on me. Like, And it's just like, oh, God, this is not good. Red alert. Yeah. Red alert. <laughs> Uh, so we see Luke pull up on the streets and Kirk is still with Lulu and he's happy to see that. He kind of gives him a wave. And, uh, um, yeah, I love that he goes up to his apartment and April says that Lane was very well behaved because she's laying there sleeping. <laughs> and, uh, Luke, of course, feasts on the, the leftovers, the pizza and the sticky buns. Mm, real cheese. Mm. I agree. Vegan cheese is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so we go to uh, Lorelai. Oh, there's so much Lorelai in this one. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so Lorelai's leaving a message for Emily. She's trying to get out of going to curtains, and uh, Emily answers, and Lorelai messes with her. Like, yeah, that was talking. cute. Yeah, yeah. Again, I was just like, how mean? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was just Emily getting tired was like, of her being mean to Emily. Emily was like, Lorelai, I'm here. I'm here. And she's like, well, anyway, Mom, uh, okay. Uh. Yeah, and then she just starts watching TV with Christopher and Emily calls back because I was thinking, I was like, oh, well, she just called back. Mm-hmm. And then and Lorelai Lorelai throws the phone. Throws the phone. Because F, Mom, who cares about her? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I You know, it's like. Oh, you know, when she's mad at her, it's like, oh, I want to have a good relationship with you. And then, you know, when she's, you know, being friendly with her, it's like, I, I hate this woman. F her. Uh, I would I would rather uh, stab out my eyeballs than ha- have anything to do with my parents. I, you know, I don't know. She just, she just comes off like – like honestly with Christopher, like I almost sometimes think that she's regressed, you know? Like she mm-hmm. is the teenage Lorelai again. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just also, seems people a bit... pulling their eyeballs out. It's a thing that happens more often than you would like to know. Uh, did you, is this a, <laughs> physically pulling out their eyeballs? Yes. Oh my god! How many Oedipuses are there? Are they Oedipi? How many Oedipi are in Alabama? I don't know. It's just <laughs> really weird. Like I can't tell you how I know these things mm-hmm. because you know HIPAA. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it happens a lot. So Lorelai is the what the f man? <laughs> wow. How? how? Oh. Anyway, go ahead. That's crazy. Um, we had to start a new podcast and just get into uh, HIPAA stories, and you can you can have a voice disguiser on. <gasps> oh man, that would be awesome. <laughs> All right. oh, I have to edit this section out then. <laughs> Oh, we can't do it then. Sorry. Uh, so later, Lorelai is learning French uh, accents from a tape. Yeah. She doesn't care to learn French language. She just wants the accent. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I, the I mean, this is kind of like dumb. <laughs> yeah. Also, didn't... Lorelai spend like the entire summer in Europe. Like she acts like this is the first time she's leaving the country. Right. Also, like how many years has she been working with Michelle? Like why doesn't she just – doesn't she have a good Michelle uh, impression nailed down at this point? Yeah. That, that, that sounds like Lorelai to me. Also, she's 
she's doing her once a month mailing system. And uh, yeah, I just uh, I just went on a rant. My my notes. Sorry, I was all right. Read. Uh, this is such boring yuck yuck material. Lorelai is wacky. Christopher is stunned by it, or he repeats it. Then Lorelai is wacky again. Cafe au lait. Cafe au lait. Cafe au lait. Are you serious? Learn <laughs> French. French accent. French accent. Long winded story which includes her thumbing her nose at her parents. Look at all this mail. I open it once a month. You open it once a month. Yeah, because I'm so disorganized. How do I even run an inn? Rinse, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> that was me being angry with my notes. <laughs> uh, so we find out uh, it's parents weekend at Yale, and Lorelai is definitely not into it. She thinks it's a lame and it's not really what the school is like. I go there every other week. Christopher insists, and Rory calls, and she sees that... Um, uh, Lorelai says it's happened. This is happening. She, she, he's zigging where or I'm, I'm trying to zig and he's zagging and dad's making you zag. Uh, anyway, Rory says that, you know, this weekend they're putting out a special edition of the paper. Maybe she can do some lunch with them. And, uh, yeah, I just wrote down Lorelai might be drunk. She keeps going on and on. I don't okay. Know. Uh, so we got to Yale, and yeah, th- again, this is such like regression stuff to me. It's just like she just keeps uh, yammering on, like, "Oh, look how fake this is! This is fake! How? Oh my gosh! See how fake that is!" And da 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 da, and uh, and and then she's like, oh, "I'm gonna have let's we got name tags. Let's have fun with the name tags. Ah, uh, acapella music. Ugh, who cares about acapella?" Uh, <laughs> And and Lorelai tries to tell uh, uh, Rory on the phone where they are, and has like she like mentions like building structures. And yeah, like, a, well, a brick building next to a big tree. I'm like, so do you come here all the time or do you not? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I gotta back up. She says, mm. you know, it looks like Pleasantville, where they've popped in sunshine or they've mm-hmm. brought inside or whatever yeah and the girl that the like extremely uh upbeat girl registering them yep she was like do you even go here uh, are you really a student and it just reminded me of the she don't even go here that's why you kept posting that <laughs> gif i was like what are you talking about uh, and, and it's funny because they were they go into that science lecture, and that's when I that I thought, oh, this reminds me of that gift that Steph posted. What's going to happen here? Like something's going to point that she doesn't go there. That doesn't make any sense, and I just couldn't make any sense of it. But yeah, yeah, the she doesn't go here. Thing. Yeah, Mean Girls. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we go to this luncheon. They meet the parents of Ethan, who is a this kid is a huge fan of Rory. Rory's a, oh, oh so Rory nice. is the greatest. She has a like everybody <laughs> knows who Rory is. Such a reputation. Remember the dropout? Every kid, <laughs> yeah, every kid wants to be Rory Gilmore. And and then these dads they go on and on about how they're still trying to, uh, pl- you know. Build their kid up, and the mother's mm-hmm. like, "You've got him into Yale. You can stop." Right. Oh, but don't you remember all the nights we stayed up studying and helping them learn lines for their play, and building this? And I had to replace something in the kitchen. And Chris is like, "Yeah, I, re- I remember those days of all that mm. stuff I did raising my kid." Definitely not. That- <laughs> uh huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um, 
you know, I don't know how you I, – I, I can understand Christopher uh, maybe having more forgiveness for Sherry because at least Sherry like waited like what? Like two or three years before wanting to have a decent relationship with her daughter whereas Christopher, how often did he show up in those first couple seasons and who knows what it was yeah, like Christopher was like was like, wow, she's grown. Didn't she turn into an amazing human being? Now I want to be a part of her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get what everybody's saying. She is sweet. I'm her dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can actually talk to her. <laughs> everybody's talking about how great she is. She is great. Uh, so, yeah, we they, they happen upon Emily. And, uh, you know, Lorelai is very offended that... Uh, Emily would be here to, uh, you know, support Rory because, you know, you're the grandparent. You're not a parent. Oh, well, the grandparent is a type of parent. And we, up until not too long ago, we were paying for Yale. So mm -hmm. we had a interest in Rory's education. Yeah. Oh, also, we've been here every year. Where have you been? <laughs> yeah, you don't like this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, Lorelai like showing up with a, a box of you know a, a box of pizza and uh, taking her to a movie. Like she's not gonna, she's not interested in talking to the teachers or seeing what Laura, uh, what but, Rory's I mean, learning. And I can kind of see that. Like I just, I assumed when my kid went to school that I was going to be at the school helping out all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't want me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, you know. It wasn't, there wasn't like somebody begging for help all the time. Right. So I didn't volunteer. I didn't do anything because there's two, there's like two or three mothers who wants to control everything and run everything <laughs> and they don't want your help. So I'm not that kind of person. So fine. And also my kid was kind of like Rory. She like handled it. You know, she yeah. just handled it. So Lorelai is not such a hands-on mom in that way. I mean, Jeez. she could at least show up once a year for an official thing, you know? I don't know. It is yeah, parents' but weekend, you know? But it's almost like, well, Rory didn't need me in high school or elementary school. Yeah. She was a self-starter, self-sufficient, so I don't need to be here uh, in college. But, <sighs> but I mean, to complain when the grandparents yeah. are there. That's well, thank you for thing. doing that for her. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to say? Like, they're, they're not trying to, like push her out they're there they're not even i don't know they 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 set up a dinner with rory that's it yeah and they love this shit let them have it yeah let them have their their weekend at yale they love yale so they go to a science lecture and lorelei is still fuming about it while christopher is very interested in his lecture and towards the end of the scene he asks a very smart question and lorelei cracks up about it because uh, he's into what the teacher said. Uh, he's a question asking dork. Yeah. And yeah. which I understand this, this is very personal to me too. Every time <laughs> we go someplace, we went, uh, let's see, to a lecture at the museum. And this was on like samurai, uh, samurai, what do you call them? Samurai. Warriors. The, the, uh, their outfits. They're samurai. What am I trying to say? Armor. Samurai okay. armor. Okay. So this like this guy was lecturing on it. We had to sit at the front, and then when, as soon as he asked questions, Morgan's hand is straight up in the air, and I'm like so embarrassed. <laughs> but that's the way she she is. 
she's one of those question asking dorks right. and i am not mm -hmm. i am hide at the back of the class you know oh, cower yeah. down where the teacher can't see you mm -hmm. you know it's just funny so they go to the newsroom uh yeah lorelei and christopher are finally in the newsroom and they get to watch rory be the boss which must be fun as parents you know um and um they they then offer to take uh, Rory to the – for lunch to the French restaurant that Richard and Emily said they were taking Rory to in the evening. I mean, yeah. F you guys. You're, that's <laughs> such a dick move. Like why yeah. would you do that? And Christopher's like, oh, I'm just going right along with it. And then when Rory introduces the team, uh, in, including Abed from Community, uh, oh. Christopher offers to take them all. So Rory is again – in another situation where she might want to spend time with the people that she cares about, but she is stuck having to deal with a bunch of people that she, you know, associates with or doesn't know at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Lorelai tries out her French accent. Um, and then Christopher comes up with a great plan to do a ski trip and bring all of Roy's friends with <laughs> and, um, and Yeah, then, he's trying to buy her friends. Yeah, he's – yeah. And – I like this little moment with Lorelai and Rory are talking like, oh, he's really trying, really trying too hard. It's it's weird. And oh, he, he's just using his money. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. And then uh, then they all get really buzzed, and it turns out that oh my god, some protest is happening, and the college newspaper needs to be on top of that. We have to work around the clock to get that story because uh, you know they just whatever. It's so important. Yeah, it's so. Uh, Remember, remember when yeah. New York Times had a parents' weekend? Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lorelai and Christopher walking along the campus, and uh, Lorelai, of course, is super happy that Rory's going to be too busy to eat with her parents. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, Christopher's kicking himself about trying to overcompensate, and he, you know, he's told just to be himself. Christopher thinks he lost out on raising Rory. And Lorelai says, yeah, you did. No, <laughs> she says there's plenty ahead. And then. Oh, oh yeah. She's got to have her quarter life. Uh, quarter life crisis. Yeah. Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> and then ominously they pass an acapella group singing living on a prayer. And it's beautiful. It is, but it's a hair band. I'm sure Rory doesn't like them. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, the newsroom, the staff's working through their hangovers. Christopher and Lorelai show up at Donuts and Coffee. Christopher apologizes. Uh, Rory uh, actually gets revenge on the part of uh, her her grandparents because uh, – well, she's annoyed because Christopher got the staff drunk not knowing that they were going to have to do some sort of important news story. Like I don't know how that's Christopher's fault, but whatever. Uh, she gets a bit of revenge by saying that Lorelai and Christopher could take her place having dinner at the French restaurant with Richard and Emily. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, yeah. Uh, LOL. Well. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, I was just like, serves them right. <laughs> I was happy for it. I was like, how many times did Lorelai, has Lorelai dinged her parents in the last couple episodes? And it's just like, yeah, well, you know what? Screw you. You have to spend more time with them. Oh, God, it's going to be such torture. <sighs> anyway, French twist. Uh, guess, <sighs> guess what, Steph? 
They're having what? twins. Oh. And Zach is a moron because oh he my. thinks automatically that they're Siamese twins. Which, is that even a, a correct term these days? I I know. I was thinking, <laughs> why? Because Lane's Asian? Like, why, why would right. you think that? God, and I was like, oh. I mean, how do you pay rent? How do you go to work? How do you function uh, uh, in what life? What does he even do? I don't even moron. know. I don't, uh, I don't think it's sad. She, like, I, what I a mean, moron. I really hope Lane is super smart because they're, if so, that's the only way they're going to end up having average intelligence children. Because uh, you got to really compensate for uh, how much of a moron the father is. God, what a doofus. <laughs> Anyway, uh, oh, separate twins would be way much easier. Oh yeah, just oh. why'd you freak out in the in the uh, doctor's office? Oh, because we're having twins, mm. and I've got to tell my mother, and she's gonna think that you know because she, Lane is now showing. Yeah, you know, I got to tell mother's gonna think that uh, we had sex before we got married because one time. At a picnic, somebody had taken the bite out of deviled eggs. And I don't even like deviled eggs, but she had me convinced that I did it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. So silly. Again, it's just like, God, you guys, are you guys grown ups yet? Like, uh, and so, so they go to Mrs. Kim's. They have a quiet dinner. They just kind of all nod at each other. And then Mrs. Kim goes, "I know what's going on. You've made no new music, and you're ashamed about it." And Lane bursts out that she's pregnant. Lane starts freaking out and saying it happened after we married. And Zach starts saying, hit me, hit me. We got a note from our doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Kim says, it's a blessing. And then they say they're having twins. And then Mrs. Kim's like, you're moving in with me on Monday. And Zach says, cool. <laughs> now, why did Mrs. Kim get to be, I mean, she's reasonable now. Like, yeah. Why did she suddenly become okay? Is it because, okay, uh, Lane, you're grown and I can't force you to be something, you know, you're grown and I, I've got to quit being overbearing now. So. Yeah, I think it was the whole runaway thing when she when she left home. I mean, she ran so hard away from Mrs. Kim that it kind of stretched the rubber ball that Lane that is Mrs. Kim <laughs> that Lane can't ever seem to escape from entirely. Um, but it, it made Mrs. Kim more flexible. I think that's where I was going with that, that metaphor. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So at Luke's Kirk assaults Lane by touching her belly. Uh, Luke... Oh yes. People don't touch people. Uh, yes, don't touch stop. other people. Don't, don't what do it. What are you it. doing? Don't touch your belly. Are you kidding it's me? Not cool. Not cool. I mean, honestly, the belly is between the breasts and, you know, the vagina. And, you know, it's like, what are it's you doing? It's a very intimate what, area. Yeah. What if you went off course? You really mess up there. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Anyway, uh, Luke is very concerned but he, about her carrying heavy food, even though it's like, she doesn't have to go very far. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, turn around and put it on the tables. <laughs> it's right Women there. Women have been, have been having babies for yeah. thousands of years. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and she's like, he says, you two will be great parents. And then Lane's like, we're going to be parents. Parents aren't told what to do. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, grown adults aren't told what to do either. I mean, unless they're like employed or something. Uh, um, 
So uh, we, they go to Kim, Kim's Antiques and they tell Mrs. Kim and she says, I respect your decision. And they're very surprised. But then we go to Lane's and Mrs. Kim is there. She's baby proofing. Throw away all the guitar picks. They could choke. Uh, she got food. So I will cook uh, once I get done unpacking. Where's Brian? And then we cut to Brian sitting with the <laughs> A Korean family that may have adopted him. Who knows? <laughs> it's really cute. And he fits in very well with Like, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what to say about that. Uh, I, I thought it was cute because it, Brian, you know, yeah. back last season, he learned Korean words mm-hmm. and he was very interested in the Korean culture and he liked the food. It was cute. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we go to the newsroom, and I guess Rory's retiring, uh, and Bill's suddenly editor-in-chief, and the team is super nice with all the gifts and stories. You know, remember when Rory, like, left everybody because she didn't uh, – she got upset about crashing a boat? And remember when um, she took over the newsroom when we were being run by a dictator after – immediately after coming back to college? Yeah, um, so they're super happy about all the fun times they've had with Rory. And I, again, I just don't get it. I'm like, we're like eight episodes in. Are we halfway through the year already? Like, why would they be doing yeah. this? We're halfway now? through the year because somebody said you're six months away from being. Unch- when she goes to the party, yeah. one of the guys on on the British team says she's six months away from being unshackled and. She's not happy about it. So yeah, they're about it's about midterm. I guess. It's so uh, weird because I swear, like this, this mid semester. I mean, the semester's over and another semester is about to begin. I guess this season like started and uh, it, it, you know, it fast forwarded maybe six weeks ahead in time. But I mean, we've only this has been like eight episodes. <laughs> so weird, or not even eight episodes at this point. And this is mm-hmm. the seventh episode. And Lane is starting to show. Yeah. Uh, Paris tells a story about Rory, which leads to her t- calling the team cowardly backstabbers. Um, and that, that's, and, uh, and, uh, Bill is taking everyone out for, for drinks. Uh, Abed gets some lines by asking, um, Rory if she wants to come out with them. And Rory's like, no, nah, go ahead. And Paris says, Hey, we're both ousted leaders. Welcome to club Nixon. And, uh, and then later, Paris really leans into her by like going, Hey, can you drop some books off for me? You've got so much time on your hands now and you should try these medications. Here's some that work. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess this is, that's it for Paris right there. It's like, okay, that's Paris. Uh, maybe they just ran out of things to do with Rory and Paris. Uh, I don't know why. It's because next we see, um, Olivia yeah, and Lucy wanting to hang out. Yeah, Paris suggests that she call her Girls Gone Wild friends. Yeah. Uh, I, I, whatever. So, yeah, she calls her Girls Gone Wild friends, and she's got the greatest idea. Let's go hang out at my mom's house. Yeah, because they want to go to... Oh, I'd like to go to the country. I want to get off the campus. Yeah. Oh, and she says, oh, my house has a swing. It makes a... It creaks. You know, it makes a creaking sound. So they go, and they do their hair. Like a porch swing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so Rory, Olivia, and Lucy are wearing tinfoil hats, and uh, no, and they're doing their hair. And, and they're talking about boyfriend. Yeah. 
and they're looking back at the guides to Gilmore Girls seasons one through four. Uh, <laughs> and they decide to make Rice Krispie treats, and the cake pan is in the closet where Olivia finds a, a Rory growth chart. Again, Rory's getting old. Um, and uh, later on, their hair is now highlighted in different colors, and Rory's emotional. They're going to start a Norwegian girl band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, they Rory's kept going on about go that to... kind of stuff, and I was like, I don't even know what they're talking about at this point. Yeah, something about uh, Rory's going to write stories about them in the <laughs> newspaper. And she says she's everything's ending. She's standing on a cliff looking out into the abyss. She's not sure what's going to happen out there. And Olivia and Lucy are like, don't worry. This is normal. This is normal. Yeah. We're, we feel like that, too, inside. We just hide it very well. We're just, <laughs> we're just pushing it down. Everybody feels that anxiety. And then Olivia or Lucy, I don't know which one's which, mm-hmm. goes on and on and on about her boyfriend. And he's going to say this, and I'm going to say that, and I'm going to say this, and he's going to say that. Again, I didn't gonna... care. I didn't write any of that down. I was like, I, I love you, Kristen Ritter, but I don't know, I know what the hell you're talking about. She was just saying, <laughs> and my boyfriend's going to say, well, you should don't get a mohawk. And I'm going to not get a mohawk. <laughs> and then we go back, and we finally see the boyfriend that Lucy has been talking about is Marty. Oh. <gasps> And uh, and he's pretending not to know her, and and you know where this is headed. I mean, it, uh, okay, really? Are we really heading this way? Like, okay, all right. So you're saying you really you know where this is headed? Okay, so worst case scenario, she breaks up with Logan and ends up breaking her friends up, Lucy up with Marty to go with Marty because he's her Christopher. <laughs> You're very silent. Oh, God, this is so agonizing. No, no, what I was thinking is don't lie because when you lie, you have to remember these lies. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And it's going to look so bad on you when it comes out that you and Marty knew each other. Like, you know what's going to come out. Hi, honey, what are you doing in here? Why would you ever be coming into my office right now? Okay. All right. My daughter is in here and she's going to be very, very quiet. Okay. Okay. Uh, say hello to all the listeners, Juliet. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, oh, um, it was here. I think it was here. Maybe it was a different scene where I was like, oh, this place looks really familiar, this dorm. <laughs> Because it's probably the exact same set they used for Paris and Rory's dorm. They just dressed yeah. it up differently. Oh, when they were in the uh, restaurant in New York, I was like, is this the same restaurant that <laughs> they went to with Jason? Yeah. Uh, okay. So we go just to... Just shot from a different angle. Yeah, maybe. And, of course, she leaves the door open on her way out. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my girl. That's my girl. Hey, you want to shut the door? Thanks, sweetie. Oh, kids. Don't you just want to put her on a plane to Paris? <laughs> uh, at this point, maybe. Uh, can, you, can you close the door all the way? <laughs> I'm not editing this. <laughs> I got it. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Ah. I apologize to all our listeners. This is a hobby. Uh, yeah. It's 
it's bedtime, therefore I must get wound up and get mischievous. It's more like uh, her mother and uh, my other daughter must have went into a different room and she hates being by herself. Just hates it. She got bored. Yeah. yeah. It's more like she gets like, like starts seeing like, you know, clowns in the the shadows and things like that. Really? She's just like, nope, don't want to be alone ever. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. yep. To have an imagination like that. Yeah. I mean, not literally. It doesn't see clowns in the shadows, but you know, it's just like she starts like getting scared. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Especially in the new house. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, so let's go to Lorelai's plot. Um, Lorelai is talking to Gilmore Girls as uh, Christopher's lugging out the luggage. That's funny. Uh, and uh, they say that they're going to stay with Gilmore Girls the entire time. Now, does, did he mean like on the plane? Because they just dumped her off at Sherry's like immediately after getting off the plane, right? <laughs> Uh, it sounded like that to me. <laughs> it's, we're going to lie to you to make you feel better, more girls. <laughs> oh, what I love is Christopher lied to Lorelai saying that, yeah, our plane leaves at three when really it leaves at yeah, like, eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we go to Paris. Uh, well, the hotel room. Uh, so <laughs> they're irritated about the Preach- yeah, French people are rude. French people are rude. We got that one. Nailed it. Uh, that was easy. And that, you know, it practically writes itself, right? Um, so uh, Lorelai has all sorts of plans, starting with sleep. And Christopher's like, oh, we got to fight the jet lag. We got to push through it. And they fall asleep. And they wake up in the middle of the night, and they are starving. So Christopher calls room service and gets laughed at. And says, oh, let's sleep a few more hours. We'll wake up refreshed, and then we'll hit the town. But they're wide awake, so they decide to find someplace open on the streets of the WB lot that's dressed up like <laughs> Paris. Uh, and, and they're very tight streets because, you, you know, you can't imagine, you know, actually seeing any sort of bit of Paris in the background. I'm telling you. Uh, it's so funny. They, they, have a, they have a French quarter in Vancouver where when we talked about Smallville when – Lana went to Paris. They really that that place really looks like Paris. <laughs> whereas mm-hmm. whereas here it's like they put some they 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 made sure to shot like shoot like tight in, into buildings. You don't see much around them, and they just kind of put some French looking signs up in the architecture. And they got the cobblestone. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now they did start out with they had some like exteriors. Of oh yeah, yeah. They have the uh, Eiffel Tower and. What's the uh the Arc de Triomphe? Yeah, that thing. <laughs> and uh you know, with some bridges over the Yeah, yeah. Scene. They're in Paris. Look. Yeah. Uh so they wander the streets of the WB lot and uh they bellow at somebody carrying a sandwich. Uh, they find a bread maker who laughs at them also. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty cute. Everybody love Raymond. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and then Lorelai remembers a sweet moment back in 10th grade when Christopher gave her a slice of pizza out of his pocket and <laughs> saying, even back then you were so sweet. And they decide they're now horny. So they have to go have sex. <laughs> and, uh, uh, in the hotel room post coital, they are still hungry. 
And Christopher's like, I can fix this. I have money. Yeah. <laughs> like, why didn't you do this in the first place? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, he's just not used to how much money. See, he's so down to earth. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, th- th- this restaurant they go to and uh, Christopher says, I was thinking about how we had plans to go on a trip, um, you know, when we were teenagers, but it got derailed because, you know, pregnancy. Oh, gosh. Uh, they were going to come to Paris and sleep on a bench. Right. And he's loaded now and he's going to do anything for her and he'd still sleep on a park bench for her. And then they exchange I love yous. And, uh, and Lorelai is now just so won over. She's like hinting that they're, they're just going to go back to bed after this and, and have some more snogging. And, uh, uh, so yeah, Lorelai is so happy. She doesn't want it to end. There's more. I love yous. And Christopher reminds her that he was going to wait until he was 80 to figure out them. And then he looks at the camera and he's like, we don't want to wait. <laughs> or he says, I don't want to wait. But anyway, <laughs> I was like, ah, again, Leo DiCaprio pointing at the TV screen. Um, and he says, let's just do it right here in Paris. And uh, Lorelai's like, well, we should probably wait. And Christopher's like, let's uh, marry me, marry me, Lorelai. And, and, uh, and you're like, Oh yeah, she'll definitely say no, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a terrible idea. Terrible idea. She'll obviously see that it's a terrible idea. Uh, yeah. So cut to them coming home at Lorelai's, and uh, she, he says, "Welcome home, Mrs. Hayden." And we go to credits on Lorelai. Oh, of course, looks like I made a horrible mistake. <laughs> Not telling Rory, not not getting married with Rory in attendance. I guess so. I guess that's the horrible mistake. See, I was like, it, overall, it's a horrible mistake. Oh well, yeah, way too is. rushed. Yes, um, this is not going to work. Yeah, Lorelai is too independent. She's she has her own life. Lorelai is not willing to cohabitate and share her life or change her life in any way. For somebody else. Yeah. All right. Introducing Lorelai Planetarium. Uh, oh, we have a Luke thing here. Um, there's some stuff about a party April wants to go to, and uh, Luke's weirded out because there are going to be boys at this party. This whole time I'm thinking Anna's going to be so mad. <laughs> Luke's got to call Anna and talk to her. Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's got to clear this with mom. Obviously, I mean, at this point, April lives with him anyway. He's got he went to Target. He covered the whole place in Target um, stuff. I mean, did you notice the the Does your tablecloth match your bedspreads? Am I right? <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, uh, but it does. It's they're both from Target, and they have it's the same bedspread my daughter has. <laughs> so funny. As, that is weird. That it's like. 15 years later <laughs> and your daughter has that bedspread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we got it on clearance or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and basically he cuts to the Jason. like, okay, is there going to be kissing? And April is grossed out. Uh, cuts to later. April's got a stomachache and Luke's like, oh, uh, you shouldn't uh, juggle before you're ready. And he's trying uh, to. Hmm? Yeah. And when she said her stomach hurt, I, all I was thinking was. She's going to start her period. Luke is going to be awkward oh, about God. it. And oh, Anna is going to be pissed because yeah. she wasn't, wasn't made, it, you know, was, it wasn't made known to her. And Luke feels her head and she has a fever 
And he says she can't go. And April gets super pissed and storms off to her own corner of Luke's apartment. <laughs> get out, get out, get out. <laughs> Let me ask you. Okay. When these young children take acting classes, is when, like, are they taught to do this? <laughs> To be I, shrill and loud and I, I don't know over I, the top. I mean, I know you've you've had it. You've raised a teenage girl, but I mean, you know, my kids are oh. pretty shrill too. Oh, it's different. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> well, like, yeah, of course, you will always put up with your own kids' bullshit. You don't like putting up other kids' bullshits, that's for sure. But I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I felt for April, I guess, because you know, I think you know. I mean, they start this whole conversation talking about, oh, there's going to be boys there. There's going to be kissing. Oh, I don't like you kissing. Da, 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 da. I'm really worried. He looks super worried about kissing. And then he gets worried about her health and she, you know, she's not thinking that way. And she's thinking, oh, this is an excuse to, cause he's worried about, you know, he just kissing. doesn't want me to go to this. So he doesn't party. want me to go. Mm-hmm. So April is super upset. Um, but it's more like she is burning up. And Luke calls Lorelai <laughs> <laughs> and not her mother. Why doesn't he just call Anna? Like, where is Anna? Does she not have a phone? Where is Anna? Anna, Anna's mother had back surgery. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she doesn't have a phone. She can't possibly tell her advice of what might be happening with her daughter. I mean, for God's sake, like what the hell is this? Is such like, um, this is, uh, like crowbarred in plot right here. This is like, well, we got to do something to get them to cross their paths. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Lorelai says it might be appendicitis, gets at a hospital. And, um, so Luke is, we go to the hospital, Luke's waiting and he's gets super irritated at an arguing couple. And, uh, Lorelai shows up and, you know, April is going to be okay, the, according to the doctor. And then the doctor keeps calling them husband and wife. And I'm like, all right, here we go. We're, you know, we, we're, we're getting them. There's a little awkward play between them. And then Luke sees the ring. And doctor's like, do you both want to go in? And Luke's like, I'll just go in. <laughs> and then, okay, explain this. Luke sits next to a sleeping April at the end of the movie, at, at the end of the episode. And turns on the Philadelphia story. And it's yeah. Like, and he just kind of stares at the screen. Okay. So what did you get from that? I was just like, I don't know, old movies with Lorelai and that might I be took, I took it as who would play me and Lorelai in a movie. Me and Lorelai are Cary Grant and uh, Catherine Hepburn. But that was like the last episode. How are we even supposed to even remember that? That was like last week. At least. I don't know. That's what I took. I just, I just figured I was like, oh, maybe like, I don't know. There were, aren't there like some memorable movies that they watched together? Like they could have put that on the screen. I don't know. Mm. And also the Philadelphia story. Isn't that like a love triangle movie? That's Cary Grant, Jimmy Stewart, Catherine Hepburn, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I saw that one. Uh, all right. So basically the rest of the episode, I just called Lorelai and Rory this chapter because it's really like what happens with the both of them affects the both of them. And it's all really about Rory finding out about the the marriage. Mm -hmm. All right. So 
Uh, Lorelai tries calling Rory. It says, call ASAP. Meanwhile, Christopher is ready to redesign the whole house just like Luke did. <laughs> and uh, he's talking about putting a water waterfall wall, a Barca lounger, a flat screen TV, a Billy Bass. And then he mentions that he's kidding about everything but the flat screen. And Lorelai thinks it's too futuristic or what? Like, isn't she a movie fan? Why yeah, it is really to... weird. That's so weird. And it's like you see her TV and it really is a box. It's a small box. Why would you, being a movie fan, want to watch stuff on that box? Uh, that is in your living room even. Like I just think that that is Lorelai trying to hold on to her her space. She's old, you know, her old fashioned. Her She's so set in her ways. Mm. She's not going to uh, – she just uh, – this is not going to work with her and Christopher. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe it's more like it's less the flat screen. It's more like he's changing me. He's doing mm-hmm. things that are causing change. Uh, but yeah, Lorelai says, just because I love something doesn't mean I want it giant. <laughs> uh, so Rory calls. She can't come to dinner. She's got a study group. And Lorelai's like, it has to be tonight. And, and Lorelai says it's because they have snails. <laughs> and Rory's like, okay, fine. Because I was like, I was teeter. I was like waiting. I was like, Rory's going to figure this out right now. Like, he's, she's going to be like, they went to Paris together. It's very urgent that I come, um, like today. Why? You know, that snail's excuse was so, <laughs> so weak. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they, and they go out and they buy snails. Yeah. What the heck is that? Or like now we have to get snails. I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> you just gotta get to her, get her there, and then you can sit down and talk to her. It doesn't. She need to comes be like, in, and Lorelai is wearing a apron. Oh wait, wait, wait. We got it. We got it because this is all like this all relates with each other. So we got to do stuff that happens with Rory too. So okay. sorry, sorry, I have to go a little bit back and forth here. Okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, Rory comes back from the newsroom or wherever she was. And uh, Logan pulled the phone joke again. He's actually there. Uh, Got her. That's so weird. Did that <laughs> twice. Uh, if it works the first time, it's going to work the second time. It's great. Um, I don't know. I I, I, I I love a good joke. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he's here for a pre-launch launch party, and uh, and he's she's going to have dinner with Lorelai and see him afterwards and Rory is still jealous of Bobby and then Logan says something about moving to New York City and uh, and Logan is planning on moving there and I'm like and paying for Rory's apartment in New Haven like mm-hmm. yeah. okay, okay. alright but that- she she's moving out because she just she does not want to live there without him she was just waiting for him to come home yeah yeah well, I think she she decides to move out at the end, right? Yeah, and like, where is she going to go? Because, like, where is Rory going to live? Of course, with her new girlfriends, right? <laughs> I don't know. And then then she's going to have a love triangle with the the you know Marty or not not a love triangle, but you know it's she's going to get a bit of drama with that. And uh, she should just be hanging out with Paris. I, I don't know. Bring Madeline and Louise back. What the heck? Like, I these, feel like Lucy and Olivia are battling. They are. They are. They, <laughs> why did they just bring them back? Like, oh, 
guess who's back to the – who's continued their tours of college and now yeah, they're doing their senior hopping. year in, in Yale. They realized they wanted to come back and see Rory. I mean, gosh, that would have been perfect. Um, I wonder if that was originally the plan. I mean, it just seems mm. like such a perfect fit. Um, all right. Rory goes back home and uh, – Refuses to have a snail, of course. Christopher tries one. He says it's a buttered gummy bear. Uh, yeah, does not sound appealing. And so um, they break the news, and uh, Rory says she's happy for them, but then Christopher steps out to get champagne, and Rory's like, nope, I'm actually mad, and we're not going to talk about it right now, not in front of Dad. So um, angry Rory goes off to Logan's party, and I love this. Uh, Rory tells Logan the news. Logan first is like, you want to like go outside and talk for a bit? And, and she's like, oh, no, no, no. And he's like, yeah, you know, you he know. said, I wouldn't even blame you if you left. Yeah, exactly. Like what? Like a cool, like, like that's a, that's a cool boyfriend move. Like, like, yes, this, this is a huge party for something that I'm really excited about and is really, you know, is drumming up interest and yada, yada, yada. I don't know. Are you schmoozing with people? And, and if uh, you're not interested in. And partying yeah. with Rockefellers. Yeah. I'm not going to put you celery. through this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to put you through this. You know, you, it's, it's, it's quite an understanding move. I, I really, mm-hmm. I, I applaud Logan for that. Um, so the team greets Rory and Bobby says, um, that Rory's dress is cute. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Rory's immediately irked. Then we meet Trip Kavanaugh, who may be Brett's bro- brother or cousin. <laughs> I, know. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> And there's all sorts of cheek kisses and awkwardness about cheek kisses. I don't kisses. think people do that. Do people do that? I don't, I don't know. Think, I don't think people do that. Uh, Lorelai and Christopher sure did it a lot um, before they were, they were official. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and the, anyway, he's he's crabbing about getting a pool or some crap. And uh, he's building a house in the Virgin Islands. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then they get a picture taken together and I thought it was interesting that Bobby like goes off of the photographers, like, here's their names, you know? So I wonder if this is going to be like a thing that comes back. Like, ah, uh, yeah. I wonder that if uh, that's going to be a plot point. Mm. And then we meet Hugo Grace, which I'm sure, who I'm sure he looks familiar. Uh, I'm sure he's, gonna- he plays Sheldon, Sheldon's father on young Sheldon. Isn't that a television show? That's the television show that I don't watch. <laughs> yeah. He plays the dad. He's got to be in some other stuff, though. He looks familiar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. See, I was wondering if he was like a real journalist. Hmm. Somebody that I just didn't know. Oh, like but a no. cameo. Yeah. Yeah. We find out that he works for a new online magazine or is or is a magazine going online. I have no idea. He worked for the New York Times. He worked for Slate. Oh, right. He worked for George Plimpton, wherever George Plimpton is. I don't know what the, he does, but um, he's starting his own online magazine. So this is, and he he asked Rory to submit a piece for him. This is now, you know, Rory. St- Rory stared into the abyss for half an episode, <laughs> and now, now she has her life young, figured out. Young special Rory has got everything worked out for. Her. Now, of course, you know, the the drama is now going to be her fighting against it, I suppose. I don't know. Uh, We did get this very interesting tidbit. Go ahead. Oh, that she interviewed uh, Barack Obama? That's his name. Yes. Yes. 
You sounded like you weren't you were sure. Like, no, how is it go again? <laughs> no, I was fixing to say President Obama. But he's not president. He's no. a senator. And he, but he's asked about uh, uh, if he's if got he's any intentions. Run. If he's got any He's had a little twinkle in his eye. So uh, if it wasn't for Rory Gilmore, we never would have gotten <laughs> Barack Obama. Uh, yes. He's so, so great that she caused so great. that to happen. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, Hugo's like, Hey, I don't submit a piece. I'll take a look at it. And I'm like, yep, exactly. Job time. And, uh, I guess, I don't know. I, I mean, this seems like good fodder for, uh, I don't mean to rhyme, but this seems good fodder for Logan's father <laughs> to come back into the picture and, uh, maybe, uh, chip away at her confidence just one more time before she gets settled into her career. You don't think so? You don't think it was just a, just a way to get to her to write a, uh, Oh yeah. To write something for Logan to, uh, get upset about. Right. To cause a rift between her and Logan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just assumed it did both. Um, I don't know. Uh, so Lorelai is leaving messages for Rory and saying, I know it seems impulsive. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Rory is ignoring those messages, and Logan reads the piece, and it is called Let Them Drink Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they walked around the party and criticized all the people, but Logan is outraged that Rory actually wrote it down and made it even meaner. And um, and he says, you're one of us. You went to prep school. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. You, you act all morally superior. Yeah, I mean, I think this is this is pretty interesting. Yeah, like she wrote that with her mother's voice. Uh-huh. How she's how she was raised to feel about those people, those people those all people. her life. <laughs> yeah, and she's caught in between. Like, like does she, I mean, she really needs to think. Does she want to? You know, is this she wants to put all in with Logan in this lifestyle that she's been raised like? I just think that this is the the heart of Gilmore Girls. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I I love the, uh, you know, she says something like, it's it's not like I live off a trust fund my parents gave me. And Logan's like, well, you're not paying rent either. (laughs) Screw (laughs) you, Logan. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's right, Logan. (laughs) Get her. You're waiting. That one was in the chamber yep. right there. That you're was not, that was a long time coming. You're not going to have student loans when you get out. You're not paying your yeah. way. Somebody yeah. else is paying it. Like oh God, she, like the hardest that she worked was in, that time actually, she had to she had to work at the cafeteria or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like the actual schoolwork was probably the hardest. Like she's actually worked because you know whether it's paid for or not, I'm sure it's pretty hard to. You know, to do well in Yale. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's probably if you go to Yale and take full time classes, you probably it's it's such a uh, what's the word a benefit if you don't have to to work if you have mm-hmm. all the time to put into your schoolwork luxury. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's a luxury to not have to work and to put all of your time into. Especially like that, uh, the t- all the time that she spent working in the newspaper, right? And that is such because uh, the uh, journalist she talked to at the party when he found out she was the she was just stepping down from the being the editor. I mean, that's huge right there. Oh God, yeah, that college newspaper. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, 
Anyway, back at Lorelai's, yeah, Christopher gets busted with the police shirt. Um, and he's also, you know, now after the flat screen TV debacle, now he's ready to completely move Rory out of her room and give it to Gilmore Girls. And Lorelai is not keen on that. Again, we're not really sure about the geography of Lorelai's house, at least upstairs. <laughs> so I don't know if that means like, oh, no, no, no. She's a child. She's going to sleep on the couch or it's going to be like, no, she's going to be upstairs with us. I, I, you know, I, uh, is there a room upstairs for her? No. So where is Gilmore Girls supposed to stay? In Rory's room. Yeah, I know, but they're going Lorelai to get a trundle was, bed. Lorelai was not keen on oh, she doesn't giving care. Rory's room. She doesn't to want to Girls. give up Rory's room. Rory's going to be a journalist. You know, they don't make a lot of money. Yeah, She'll probably be back home. How ridiculous is it that she doesn't so that want means to make space the... into her in her house for other people? Yeah, how, but they're how about married. That? They're married. <laughs> she, this is not going to work. Where's the little child supposed to sleep? In a trundle bed. Where? In Rory's in room. Rory's room. But keep yes. the desk. Okay, so the the problem was they do, she didn't want to give the the room completely to Gilmore Girls. She right. was hoping that she would live in a a trundle bed is like a fold up bed, right? It's it's like a bed comes out from under the bed. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, what, are you, what are you talking about? Like, what bed are you gonna put? you gonna put it under Rory's bed? Like, we all know that under Rory's bed is just books. So. <laughs> no, it would be a different bed. It would be a trundle bed. Yeah, I know. Like the trundle bed would go under Rory's bed, right? Uh, no, it would be a trundle bed. Is a bed with a bed under it so they would get rid of rory's bed give Correct. Rory, what if rory doesn't want to sleep on a trundle bed she said she would should trundle it up with Gigi. <laughs> everybody knows that Gigi stands for gilmore girls stop trying to cover that up um okay. uh, <laughs> uh oh yeah yeah so lorelei admits you know rory is upset about this whole situation and christopher is shocked he's like i'm her father we're we're married now like, this all makes sense. And, and she's the greatest person in the world. Yeah. How could she be mad at us? Well, she needs time to adjust. And well, Christopher's bummed about that. Rory is not only having time to adjust, she's fuming at Olivia and Lucy's. Uh, and they offer to let Rory move into their dorm. Yeah, they're not supposed to do that, but they also aren't supposed to have a hot plate. <laughs> so, she said, uh, you know, we can knock down a wall. You know, boyfriend's very handy. He made that bookshelf. You know, it's got uh, paperbacks. That was right. that was a great uh, delivery from Kristen Ritter. She was like, yeah, paperbacks. It holds paperbacks. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, they love the piece, but they're like, yeah, it's really mean, though. And Rory's like, no, 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 it's supposed to be fun. And then, and then Rory, they throw out these names of journalists or authors that I've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Rory's like, oh my god, it was mean. And I don't know, I don't know what Logan was expecting. Did he not read the theater reviews that she used to write? <laughs> what did she? She's very mean. Yeah, but what kills me is, oh my God, Rory, you're such a good writer. But it's, but yeah, it's mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you're a great writer. Oh, and I'm just on the first paragraph. But yeah, it's mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, like with exclamation points, Rory, you're such a good writer. <laughs> All right, she so was we the go editor of the newspaper. Of course, she's a good writer. <laughs> 
We go back to Logan's and uh, yeah, Rory comes back. Logan apologizes. So does Rory. They compliment each other. They love each other. But she says she's got to move out. It's going to be different now that you're living in New York City. Um, and that's when uh, – so, yeah, they kind of agree on that. He's gonna, and she's he's going to take, take Henry. Henry, yeah. And Henry needs to grow thicker chain meal so he, he can walk – he can handle the tough streets of New York. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lorelai shows up. Logan, of course, being the – being the best boyfriend steps out. Oh, uh, in trivia, it says he calls her Lauren. I think he said Lore. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking it could, he could have just like trailed off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rory is glad she's married, but she wasn't there. She should have been there. Rory says she would have come. She would have come to Paris. I have a rich boyfriend, duh. Like I would have gone. I can do whatever a, I want. Yeah. My dad's loaded. I yeah. do whatever I want. Yeah. And uh, uh, and if not, my grandfather it would would and and grandmother would totally take care of me if all those other things fell through. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, I, yeah. She was like, "Mom, what if I got married without you? Oh, yeah, that would be bad." <laughs> Uh, and oh, also, she said, you know, she's like, why didn't you call me? She said, because, because I didn't want to be talked out of it. Yep. You would have talked me out of it. I don't, I don't want to be talked out of it because I'm so sure about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you're so sure about it, you couldn't possibly be talked out of something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Rory says, yeah. Um, if I did talk to you on the phone, I probably would ask you to come back and get married in the States with your friends and family or, you know. Maybe ask. Maybe you guys could try living together for like six months and give it a shot before actually, you know, tying the knot. I guess it's good that they didn't talk on the phone, huh? Mm. But uh, yeah, just in case you're worried about Lorelai losing any independence this episode, she says she did not take his last name. She would be Lorelai with Lorelai Gilmore without the Gilmore is Gil Less. Speaking of being Gil Less, there is a missing band member these past few episodes. That we have not seen. Has he been? Has Gil been sent to a Korean family as well? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we we heard his voice in one episode. That was about it. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Lorelai moving furniture in Rory's room. Well, and Christopher didn't realize that she came out. This is after the hospital. Lorelai says that she saw Luke. Christopher is unaffected, it seems, or at least he's putting on a good show of being unaffected. Because I think I look at those. I look in those evil eyes of his and I see like, yeah, I've got her. I'm glad he knows. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. I'm really I won. Stick it. I won. You punched me? Guess what, sucker? Like, I won. Like, yeah. Um, so they move Rory's desk out together and uh, Christopher's got a, a great idea. How about a flat screen in the bedroom? Which, I mean, definitely – wouldn't be too futuristic for Lorelai, who had a great time sleeping in Jason's guest room with a pop-up flat screen right in front of the bed. So why not? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's Gilmore Girls. Uh, we spent over an hour more than I thought that we'd be spending talking about these episodes. <laughs> so I guess they're... This is some great stuff. I'm so glad we can talk about this. <laughs> <sighs> it's is it is it I mean I look over like how many how many weeks we spent talking about this show 
And it's almost like, you are not going to break me. I am going to make it to the end. <laughs> it's at this point I'm doing this as like. <laughs> yeah. Some the show of, is not going to win. No, it's not going to win. It's not going to beat me. <laughs> I just, I just don't know what they were thinking having her marry Christopher. What Was it like. I wonder if it was something they were like, we're going to keep this in our back pocket. We're going to keep this yeah. in our back pocket. Like, this is something we, we got to get to. In this show without Lorelai getting Christopher out of her system. Right. She's got to get a, get him out of her system somehow. Right. I don't know. God. I mean, <sighs> they hate us. They These hate writers us. hate us. Yep. I agree. Okay. Next week. <laughs> knit, people. Knit. Knit, people. Knit. Um, knit uh, socks for babies. Um, I see a wacky... Stars Hollow event coming mm, up. Okay, so maybe it's like costuming for some sort of event of some sort. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, somebody <laughs> died. No, uh, no. All right. Uh, the next episode, Mary Fisticuffs. Mary Fisticuffs. Okay, so is it Christmas now? Because Rory's going to graduate in six months? Mm-hmm. So I guess yes. it's Christmas. Okay. Yes, we are in. <sighs> oh, good. Winter's coming. December. Rory's going to, or Lorelai's going to get super horny and finally end up with Luke. Thank God. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Santa secret stuff. Wait, wait. The episode is called Santa secret stuff. Mm-hmm. So Christmas is happening for two episodes. You know, there's things that I don't really appreciate. In watching shows, and it is the out-of-season Christmas episode. I just kind of like go, ugh, and they play the Christmas songs. Gilmore Girls Season 7 wants to break me so much, it's going to throw two Christmas episodes back-to-back. Hey, maybe it's like a really eventful one. And, uh, yeah, I'm thinking Mary Fistikoff's means it's going to be a Luke and Christopher rematch. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, uh the Christmas, the holiday season comes. Lorelai, who doesn't want to change, uh, and will fight against any sort of uh, um, permanent ending to her story, um, you know, or or any sort of happiness or anything, is going to. And, and of course, the snow is going to come, so that makes her want to, um, you know, get, makes her feel extra special, and uh, ends up with Luke, uh, you know, and then Christopher finds out, and it's. It's a it's a it's a throwdown, but then TJ gets involved. Oh God! Luke okay. tags TJ in. Uh, I don't know. Christopher tags Gigi in. I don't know. Gigi versus TJ the for the final belt. Sorry, Gilmore Girls. Okay, to whom it may concern. Oh, that's the final episode. Mm-hmm. So wait. So the episodes were knit people knit the the Mary Fisticuff, Mary Fisticuffs then the Santa, Santa secret stuff. Santa's and, secret stuff. And to whom it may concern. Huh. So the fisticuffs are going to be, is coming before the secret stuff. I wonder what the secret stuff is. Hmm. Santa's secret stuff. Presents. I don't, I don't get it. And the last one was what? To whom it may concern. To whom it may concern. People out there listening to this podcast. It is actually over. We have gone nearly two hours and you actually had to listen to a whole a moment where my daughter came in and interrupted the whole thing <laughs> and I had to get up and interrupt the whole show by oh oh Steph let's not let them forget they got to listen to us look at Google Maps for a while now come <laughs> on 
We yeah, deliver. Very entertaining. <laughs> really appreciate all the people that listen. Uh, 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 they're very thankful. Um, and uh, to whom it may concern, uh, we are going to end this uh, episode. So, uh, shall we? <laughs> la, 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 la